What's going on, everybody, man? We are back. We are back with a brand new season of Brain versus the Universe. Um, of course, as you know, we always do. We're just going to drop into this next conversation, but I just want to go ahead and say thank you, everybody, for sticking along with us. I know it's been a second since we've dropped a new episode, but um, right now we are starting off our new season for season two. Um, so we're going to drop into this next conversation that we started up. Um, of course, welcome. Thank you, guys. And we're going to drop in in one, two, Three. Peace. Introduce the show. <laughs> your spirit or your body. Or Jesus, your body. Jesus, these are my, these That's are my a co-hosts. lovely, lovely voice. What a lovely voice. <laughs> this is so great. This is my co-host right what now. What a lovely voice. My two co-hosts. <laughs> He's got such a lovely Hi, everybody. Voice. How's everything going? <laughs> Welcome to Brain vs. the Universe. <laughs> Our edibles kicked in. That's what's I going know. on. <laughs> And we're all kids at heart, man. That's it. That's it. Bunch of kids. But shit, Sometimes. Man. Hey, do y'all want to do the full? Do y'all want to do each other's fool's name, or do y'all want to do like uh Ah, fuck it. What's going on, everybody? The fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is Brain versus the Universe with Ty Cole and Victor. Ty Cole and Victor. I was gonna say if y'all want to do the last name, Victor Cole and right. Ty. Victor Cole and Ty. I don't know. Do we all got kind of boring last names? Mine's okay. Williams. His is. Yours is Jones, his is Thomas. All right, so everybody knows the full name. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I want our social security numbers. My social security number is six four. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? All right, so well, the first things first thing we kind of want to go into all these different. Co- we have a couple different topics today, and what we want to go into on our first one is going to be the trade rumors that are going on right now with the NBA, and so I'm going to let my boy Ty go ahead and jump into some of the different things that are happening. Listen, I make it a point mm-hmm. to not – I don't really put much stock in trade rumors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially after last season when there was a 99.9% chance Kawhi Leonard was going to go to the Lakers. And then I was like, "I that doesn't seem like a thing he would do. Mm-hmm. And like a negative – like they didn't – Chris Bouchard did not think that through because no. he no. didn't have enough. He had like a zero – like a less than 0% chance he'd go to the Clippers. <laughs> Right, right. You know, and negative percent. I'm not a mathematician, <laughs> but but I'm just saying. Holy shit! Uh, and so, I don't put too much stock into the trade rumors, mm-hmm. but uh, there are a few things we know for sure. Um, thing number one is Russell Westbrook will not be playing in Houston by at the latest mm-hmm. the next trade deadline. He's he's not going to be in. In Houston, I think it's more likely going to be before the next season starts. They're going to move him. Okay. Apparently, he wants to not play there anymore. Stephen A. Smith reported mm-hmm. that uh, both James Harden and Russell West, <laughs> both James Harden and Russell Westbrook said, "I'm not playing with this motherfucker anymore. <laughs> I'm done with him." Oh, what happened to the friendship, man? I said this all. Last offseason, after they made this deal, I said this deal for Russell Westbrook, it doesn't make any sense from an on- or off-court standpoint. Mm-hmm. Their games do not complement each other. Yeah. Even if you want to tell me, okay, Russ. Man, I got I to gotta stop you. Mm. They don't complement each other. You're not going, that's not strong enough. No, that's enough. not strong enough. It, they clash, yeah. right? It would be one thing if it was a neutral <laughs> effect. But their, their games, they are the two most high-usage NBA players in the league, meaning – they have the ball in their hands all the time. 
the reason you were able to take Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. put them all on the same team, and they murder everybody, is because all three of those guys can play without the basketball. Yeah, they don't need. Clay Thompson scored 19 points straight without dribbling the ball once. One of the craziest stats in the history of the game, outside of his 60 point, 60 something point night he had in three quarters. Yeah. Without dribbling a basketball, he scored 19 points. Not one dribble. James Harden is the opposite of that. (laughs) He's always dribbling. Yeah. As a great man once said, (laughs) all the time, as does Russ. They both bring the ball up. They both uh, either get to the basket or they, you know, dish. Yeah. They drive and dish. Or they just pull up, right? Yeah, that's their main game. Coming off of screens, mm-hmm. coming off of a back screen and catching the ball in the corner for an open look is not what they go to on offense. And therefore, it didn't work. Yeah. As I said last year, I think they're going to win a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to get in the playoffs, and they're probably going to get knocked the first round. Because their games do not complement each other. Even if they're MVP players in their own right, their games clash too much. So on the court doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook is scheduled to make over $40 million next year. Hmm. At 32. For the next three years. And it goes up with each passing year. Yeah. So I think that third year where he has his player option was $47 million? $47 million 2022-23 season. million for Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're the biggest Russell Westbrook fan, you could maybe try to argue with me that he's a $40 million a year athlete. But now you can't also argue that there are a lot of teams around the league who are going to be willing to pay that kind of money for him. That's the big question. I thought it was a bad deal. Then. Last year, yeah, when Houston picked it up, I went. This doesn't make any sense. His game is largely based on his athleticism, and he's thirty-two. Yeah, so he's probably not going to keep ascending. No, that's not the way it works. You could be the greatest player ever. You don't just keep ascending. You don't. Eventually, you start to taper off. And again, you put Russell Westbrook in a situation or a uh, uh, on a team where his game was not conducive to what they were doing. There's another reason it doesn't work on the court, is Mike D'Antoni and the Houston Rockets want to shoot nothing but the three ball, and Russell Westbrook has never been a good three-point shooter. That's That was my first question, Mark. I didn't understand that it, part. It made no I thought maybe if they have Russ bring the ball up and yeah. just dish all over the place, maybe that's what they're planning on doing, which they certainly did some of that. But James Harden had the ball in his hands more. Yeah, then. So it was usually James Harden driving and kicking to Russ, mm-hmm. and yeah. he can't shoot. Yeah. It, 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 the problem is he don't know that. <laughs> he, he clearly doesn't know yeah. it. We looked at a stat. Yeah. He shot 49 times in a game once. For you a know, bad shooter, I've never heard that before. In a playoff game, he shot 49 49 times. 49. I was like, this motherfucker's shoulder had to be <laughs> shot the next it day. It was like 13 threes. <laughs> Ooh. No, no, no. 19 threes. Yeah. It was 19 threes. 19 threes. And I want to say it was 46 shots, 46 field goals. Excuse yeah. me. I just want, you know. Yeah, I want to be clear. Yeah, he's he thinks he's Kobe, though. He thinks he's MJ. 
He thinks he's Kevin Durant the way that he shoots the ball sometimes. I want to I want to defend Russell Westbrook a little bit. Okay, sure. Because I like Russell Westbrook off the court. Mm-hmm. Every interview I ri- I watch with Russ, I go, I love this mother. I love this guy, man. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hold his tongue. Yeah, he's he's always honest. Mm-hmm. He wanted to fight Rajon Rondo's brother. I appreciated that. <laughs> he that didn't went off on middle, fans and stuff. That was in the middle of a playoff game, right? He, yeah. In the yeah, bubble. that was when they were playing. Oh. Uh, the I, fan stuff can get a little. Yeah. Well, the, it depends on the situation. Like one uh, one instance in particular, there was a fan, and he was walking through the tunnel, right. and they got this close to his face with mm-hmm. their phone, and he swatted it out of their hands, and then they went as usual. Yeah, but didn't he say he was going to kill somebody's wife? <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I said some crazy yeah. shit like that. Because he he's got a he he's got this uh, maniac syndrome. He said that to a fan. It was about maybe he, yeah, maybe about a year. Dude, ago. he's had like six of these interactions yeah, yeah. like yeah, this. About a year Always in ago. Utah too. And I'm yeah. like, listen, I get it. The Mormons can be annoying, but you just got to walk out the tunnel. That's it. You got to walk out the tunnel. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't pay him forty know. million dollars. But who would you I, say is the projected team to possibly pick him up in a trade? Well, see, this is a the terrible thing. team. This is that's the thing mm. that Houston fucked themselves with this deal. Yeah, they really have obliterated their organization. They're not going to be competitive for at least three years, probably more like five or six, I'd say. Uh, because with Russell Westbrook, you can't trade him to another great team because what? What team can you argue that Russell Westbrook would go to with that would put that team over the top? Yeah. Mm. Can you think of any? I'll play devil's advocate and pretend like there's one. Try. Golden State, some team that can mask your problems. Okay. Golden State. Because Steph Curry and Klay Thompson have erasers the way they can shoot the ba- yeah. basketball. Right, right. But outside of that, he'd make every team worse that has a chance to win. He wouldn't help the Clippers. He wouldn't help the Lakers. Um he, who else? The Bucks, Philly, uh, Brooklyn, maybe Miami. Okay, maybe Miami. I don't. But think even so. still, working off of Jim Jimmy Butler. Well, I'm just thinking they're smart down mm. there. Right. Maybe they can find a way to make him work. Okay, I don't think he would necessarily work with Jimmy Butler. That no, would be my concern. I, mm-hmm. I I I wouldn't put those two together at all. Not because I think they wouldn't get along. They might actually become the best of friends. They're both off their rocker. But uh, their games on offense, especially. Again, Russell Westbrook's offensive game is so specific Mm -hmm. that it's hard to just take him and put him in another place and him make sense. If you want to win with Russell Westbrook on your team, you've got to construct the whole team around him because he only does one thing. Well, let's get to the basket and kick and his energy. Right, He's all over the court the whole game. That's how we got all those triple doubles. Um, but if you put him out there with Jimmy Butler, yeah, Jimmy Butler has a more Kawhi-like game on offense. He likes to put his back to the basket. He likes to get physical. He likes to get in the mid-range. He'll earn his points mm-hmm. at the free throw line. He doesn't shoot the three ball. And if you've got another guy out there who also can't shoot the three ball, he can't shoot well from mid-range, he has to get to the basket, then how do you play them with each other? Yeah. And they're both wing players. Mm. You, you can. So the question begin, naturally arises for me. We have to get on Russ just a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Because even in a hypothetical world with no salary cap and no, if he was a free agent. Yeah. And you didn't even have to trade him 
for pieces. A lot I of still teams, think he couldn't win yeah. a championship. I think he's incapable of making a team go over the top. And I'm basing this on like 14 years of evidence. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He he's been. Uh, it hasn't been good, man. I I, I again I like uh, Russell Westbrook, like Russ. um, but he, I feel like James Harden's getting the rough side of this to a fault mm. to some degree, to a fault, just slightly. Let, let's come back to Jan- to your about your question. Yeah. The team. A team that I think could benefit from having him is are all the worst teams in the league. Yeah, so like the the Knicks, Knicks the Hornets. Okay, uh, because those teams they're not going to be competitive regardless. But for but if we can bring somebody in who's going to sell us some extra tickets, okay, and sell us some jersey, that's valuable. They could find value to in me face, in that way. Face value and being able to use that instead. But any any team that's on the bubble of competing for a championship, not even close. No, and again. Okay. A, a championship competing team would have to pick up his $40 million contract. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a major problem. I but think that's more than LeBron makes. Just saying. 40-something? I mean, anyway. Damn. But back on James Harden. Yeah. He's getting a rough uh, uh, rough go. And he's never got an easy go. Well, he's earned his rough goals a few times. Fair enough. But, and this isn't you, but this is like the media saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Everyone loves Russ, right? They love him so much that even KD has to, like, make up names on Twitter to refer to somebody because he's scared of the man, and he also knows him like he's a brother to some degree, too. But I do fear that Russell Westbrook is becoming, like, the way the Cowboys love Des Bryant. Clearly was too slow to run his routes anymore, Mm -hmm. declining. But he's still Des. He's He's still throwing up the X. He's still... He's still marketable. Yeah. He still thinks he's going to come back. But you have to be reasonable and say it's 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 even Oscar Robinson. Yeah. Couldn't win with that style of basketball. And that was in an era before the three-point shot was so yeah. vital to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar um, Robertson, the original triple-double guy, mm-hmm. the original Russell Westbrook, you could say. Uh and he also again, I've made an argument that the triple-double stat uh doesn't seem to be conducive to winning. Or a person who gets a lot of triple-doubles doesn't seem to, because Oscar Robertson was the first one, and now we have Russell Westbrook. Where do you put Russell Westbrook in your top? Is he in your top Is he in your top 20? In the league today? Right now. Living players on this planet. I think I'd probably have him in top 20. Top 15? No. Probably, no. No way. I don't think mm-hmm. so. No. He'd probably be... If I had to guess, I'd have to make the list out, actually, but like 18, 19, maybe 20. Right at the end? Something like that. Okay. Um, He's not better than Chris Paul at this point. And Chris Paul is half of the player he used to be. And, yeah, and this this playoffs has been very telling about a a lot of players. Yeah. A lot of people got exposed in these playoffs, I think. Um, Do we have any rumors on where Chris Paul is going to land next? There's rumors he might go to the Clippers because um, okay. that's a pretty obvious like deal to make. Choice, yeah. Um, Send Paul George's ass back to. <laughs> that's what I would like to see happen. I, I, if they could get a one a one for one trade, Chris Paul for Paul George. Yeah. But if I was Oklahoma City, I'd be like, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking Paul George off your hands for just Chris Paul. No. I want more. No. Mm-hmm. Because we both know 
You're just you loading them off to me. We <laughs> both <not>. know. <laughs> Paul George's value has dropped on the market significantly. Has dropped so severely. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a drop like it. No. To where people just do drive by disrespect of Paul George on television every day. So be it, well, hey, hey, at Lay least I Pete. at least I didn't look like Paul George and shit. Like <laughs> on first take and undisputed. Um so, but yeah, Chris Paul would be an option mm-hmm. um for the Clippers. There's also that James Harden will James Harden is gonna be in a situation where all right, him and Rustin fell out. Yeah. Russ is asking for a trade. They just fired Dan Tony. They just got rid of Maury. Now it's you. Mm-hmm. You're the next one on the block. You're almost the tallest guy on the team. Yeah. Also. And you're a shooting guard. And you're in your early 30s. And you're running out of time. So am I going to just sit around while y'all rebuild? I don't have that kind of time. So yeah. it's very reasonable that he could go as well. And there's rumors he could end up in Brooklyn reuniting with um, Kevin Durant. How they would make this money work, I don't know. That'd be interesting. That's three max guys. I'll tell you a move I think that would work if somehow James Harden went to Golden State. I think that would work. Yeah. I really do. I think they can make that work to where you have – you can run that small ball lineup with Mm -hmm. Golden State. You really can. They can shoot so well. I yeah, think it's, so it's we take them for granted. Yeah. It's not even close. They're the best backcourt in basketball history. And like it's so not close. Like it's like Usain Bolt when he didn't even run out the gate correctly and he still Yeah, still still fucking hurts. won <laughs> and then jogged at the end and still broke a world record. That's what Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are for in the sure. shooting world. For shooting. And it's crazy that they came along at the same time and got drafted to the same team. Yep. If Clay was the number one guy on his team, I'm very curious what he would have, you know, if he had been drafted somewhere else, just took a different route. I mean, he would have likely been the number one option on probably just about any team he, yeah. he would play for. And I'm, I wonder what that would have looked like because God knows Clay is. Uh, he's clutch. He steps up in big moments. Mm-hmm. He never shies away. He's put up some numbers in playoff games that are he and put he up plays some crazy pissed. set lines. Right, right. He's he's a dark skinned dude in the body of a light skinned dude. That's what he <laughs> is. That's what Clay is at his core. Oh man, Bobby Beige. Mm-hmm. Bobby Beige. Now, what about um the seventy six or so? What about Ben Simmons? There's rumors that. James Harden can go to Philly for mm-hmm. Simmons. But again, if I'm uh Simmons looking at that. Yeah, if I'm Simmons looking at that, I'm going, hell no. He wouldn't have an option, but yeah. uh it could be tampering too. Mm. You have a situation where a guy that just worked right. for your organization maybe yeah. a few days ago. Yeah, and then pulls off a coup mm-hmm. and uh steals somebody off the market and we're supposed to as we do in politics, pretend right. like it has nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. So and uh, yeah, there's too much what, of that. <laughs> what Cole is referencing is Mike D'Antoni, the coach for, uh, or not Mike D'Antoni, Daryl Morey, mm-hmm. the GM for the Rockets, got fired and three days later was rehired by Philadelphia. Oh, shit. And for those that don't watch basketball, the guy that. that made a comment about China and all shit broke loose right before yeah. wow. 2020. And they picked yeah. him up. Yeah, Philly wow. picked him up. I really think Elton Brand's doing a terrible job as as their 
lead guy on their yeah. basketball decisions because this team they've constructed after 10 years of the process, uh, it you, doesn't work. And 10 years of intentionally work. trying to be the worst team in the league. In order to get – and you got all these high draft picks. Yeah. Three of them busted However, and two of them are still – their legacies are undefined. They yeah. All, they all busted. <laughs> I'm willing to say it. Uh-huh. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are busts. Jimmy, they, Jimmy, they, uh, he say that. Uh, we were not talking about Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid in the context of um, are they are they going to ever win a championship, which yeah. is how we talk about them now. They were supposed to be generational, transcendent Play. kinds yeah. of talents. Ben Simmons is a six foot ten point guard, a lockdown defender. Mm-hmm. Right. He can get anywhere he wants to on the court. Yeah. He's athletic. He's strong. He can he can <laughs> he can hit dimes that are I mean, no looks. He can make passes with his eyes closed. He's mm-hmm. so gifted in that regard. And Joel Embiid is seven feet tall. He's bigger than just about everybody on the court. He's very skilled. Mm-hmm. We were not talking about them in the, and then you put them both on the same team. If you were to ask people some years ago, do you think it's possible they're going to win a championship? A lot of basketball fans, I think, would have gone. Of course they are. Yeah. Like, they just need time. Yeah, at the most. They're in their second year. So year five, they're going to be you know, competing for championships. Yeah. Dang. In and the not, East. And they're not in the yeah. Eastern Conference. Yeah. They had no business losing to Toronto last year. They were so much more talented than Toronto. People act like that What? It wasn't even close on paper who the better team was. Yeah. No, it wasn't close. It wasn't close. But, again, if they're just better on paper, if yeah. you have to say they're better on paper, it then they something. ain't that good. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I think everyone is uh, – it's going to be interesting. Last year is not this year. Last year we had Kawhi Leonard on the move. You had Anthony Davis being traded. Mm-hmm. Right. Jimmy Butler went to Miami, which turned out to be everything you thought it could be and more. Yeah. This year, I honestly think, with the exception of maybe James Harden or Chris Paul to the Clippers, and let's assume the Clippers don't have to do something stupid to get Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of the James Harden thing, I don't think none of these guys are going to make a difference. Man. We're going to forget. You're going to forget about Russell Westbrook this year. I think it's going to be. Yeah. I, I feel for him again, but I, I think this is going to be like some Carmelo shit all over again. Where his last few years, he's going to probably end up bounced around a lot, mm-hmm. like the way Shaq went out toward yeah. the end. Team to team to team to team to team. Um, that was some. That was rough. Not yeah. in the service of a championship. That. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true, man. Well, hopefully, we can be able to maybe get Chris for the Clippers, and I don't know who's going to be on the block for that. Um, oh, I know who on the block to uh, go for that. <laughs> I, I think it's autom- I think it's already on a ballot that says we need to get rid of. We say the names now. Mm-hmm. The Clippers need to part ways with Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, mm-hmm. and Montrez. Mm-hmm. I've been clear about this. Yeah, every report that's came out says that these are the guys that don't like Kawhi Leonard and they don't like Paul George and they didn't like Doc Rivers. Damn. You know, and they're the ones that throughout the bubble, Lou Williams went to a strip club and got wings and never was the same. <laughs> His soul yeah. never came back to that arena. That is true. He though. told he was like, You guys all tripping. He told that to all the media. And just acted like we were making a big deal out of nothing. And they're like, No, dude, this is 
You know, you still got to go out there and play basketball. You got to yes. win. It's either don't play or play. True. Right? I, I You know, I, the, the excuses for some of these guys is through the roof. Like, cause Lou Williams yeah. is a nice guy. Everyone mm-hmm. likes him. But he's right. never won shit before. He played like Montrez averaged seven yeah. points. Yeah. And he yeah. shot like 30-something from the fucking free throw line. I yeah. wanted to... Yeah. I wanted to fire all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fit Montrez, Lou, uh, and Pat Bev. I think all got ended up getting a pass because of how horridly bad Paul George was. But mm. they, as far as I'm concerned, the yeah. only person on that team that I would be like, no, I'm not willing to move at all is Kawhi. Everybody else, I'd Can be, be willing to consider. I'd at least consider it. Hmm. I know a lot of people are saying like, don't blow it up, but. You're not going to convince me that last year was just a total aberration. Yeah, it just it just came out of nowhere because because COVID. No, 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 no. So you would the, even keep Reggie Jackson? No, I said they can all go, all go. outside of <laughs> unless it's Kawhi Leonard. The rest of them yeah. can go. The rest of them mm-hmm. can get traded. I'd be willing to hear any. I'd entertain offers for all of anybody. Them. I don't think Reggie Jackson's on, under contract now, mm, so okay. I think he might just be walking away at one time. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was he was just like a just that was just some little the, pickup that some uh, weird thing, some yeah. weird shit Doc Rivers did, yeah, and it did not move. work. Uh, why they were running a ten man rotation in Game Seven of Den of the Denver series? Why is Landry Shamit out here? Yeah, huh? Paul George can't hit the. Well, all he can hit is the side of the backboard. <laughs> Put him on the bench. <laughs> give Kawhi the ball. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Why you keep running? Uh, why are you run? It's it's you can't hear it on the mic. It's yeah. uh, why is Shamit, Pat Bev? Yeah. The, why are these guys playing heavy minutes toward the end of a game seven? Like the coaching didn't make any sense. So I I was totally I yeah I wanted Doc Rivers gone. Yeah. Uh, I thought he did a bad job, and he's done. That team has underperformed multiple times in the last few years. The Chris Paul Clippers and yeah, now yeah, this year's Clippers yeah. have underperformed. Man, they could all get traded outside of Kawhi. If I knew I could get, if I could get, you know, who could I put with uh, Kawhi? Shit. Cool. My dream combo is Kawhi and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. That but wouldn't I, happen. But yeah, if I could get Jimmy, Jimmy from, Butler yeah. for Lou and Montrez and Pat, yeah. take all three of them. What about a Tyler Hero? I wouldn't mind him on the team, but yeah. I, I, I. You I wouldn't see want Tyler, him as a dual. No, nah, he's the third guy. Yeah, yeah, Tyler Hero would be nice. Yeah, okay. as a third piece. Yeah, he would help. I think he would help a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. If you can shoot the ball well, you can play Easily, anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can play anywhere. If you can shoot the ball well off of a pass, mm-hmm. right, you don't need to set up your own shot, you can play for any team. J.J. Redick would help any team. I was just about to say, like, where is his contract at? I he's wonder. another I – don't, I don't know if uh, he's coming up on free agency. DeMar DeRozan is going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, as a third piece on a team, yeah. I think he could He could helpful. do something, yeah. Um, yeah, I heard they could do a sign and trade with Demar Derozan. You know, he signs a day with the Spurs. Mm-hmm. This is what they do all the time. It's a good way to for the Spurs to, to maybe pick up a, a couple yeah. players. And if you're trying to get out of a crazy contract, like I don't know Russell Westbrook, it might be the kind of thing that you would do. Mm. Yeah. That might be what Houston could do. Something like Demar Derozan with a Ben Simmons package. Mm. 
you don't go to absolute absolute yeah, you, know, you won't get nothing for it. Yeah. Total shit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you are ninth in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, it just saddens me that Houston is, is in that state. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, they treat yeah. it like it's Cleveland. Yeah. And players are coming and going. In my lifetime, we had the regime of Steve Francis. Yeah. Tracy McGrady, mm-hmm. Yao Ming, mm-hmm. then James Harden, Chris Paul, yeah. Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. All yeah. total disasters. Yeah. You can say maybe James Harden was a success to some degree because he got him to the Western Conference Finals in Game 7. Mm-hmm. But I would also say that every single one of his contemporaries, so his colleagues or his peers, uh, did better than him underneath the same amount of pressure. Uh, I mean, of all, with the exception of Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. this is why they're made for each other. They're the two storyline MVPs. The, NV, the, the league office said, you know, we can't give it to LeBron this year. Yeah. And KD's a snake because he went to Golden State. Hmm. And right, no this really likes what, KD. Mm-hmm. That's really so. what happened. He, they gave that one to Russ. The triple doubles is part of it, but it was the sympathy people had for him after KD left him in the cold. Yeah. They could say That's what they want to. If people didn't like Russ, they'd have never gave him that fucking MVP because he was eighth in the West. And he got bounced in a sweep to Utah. Utah. Where he lost his shit with one of the fans. Yeah. <laughs> Utah. I don't even mind you getting upset yeah. with fans. It's just in the losing effort. You it just is so clear to me you're just frustrated because yeah. you lost. That's a bad shot. Yeah. That's a bad shot. Yeah. Come on, Paul. Yeah. You can't say shit like that. That's Paul George I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. All these guys deserve each other. <laughs> I, a- <laughs> I hope Paul George uh, and James Harden both end up playing in Brooklyn. Mm. I love... Uh, ooh, Kyrie, Durant, Harden, and Paul George. Paul George oh, and man. Marcus Smart. Oh, oh your most just, hated team. And You're I could be. just not watch them play ever. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be great. You know what's so sad? There's a lot of nerds out there that would absolutely adore that team. Oh, yeah. There's some they Nick Wrights of the world out there oh, yeah. that'd be like, well, I mean, on paper, this I mean, if perfect. you just look at this, this team paper. is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> on, on paper, sure. Yeah. Until they implode after two on, weeks. Uh, on NBA 2K, they'd be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. This isn't 2K. Yep. <laughs> Not the way. No. No. Um, well, shoot, actually talking about games. So we're nice. going to go into next. Nice. Good job. Hey, I'm just saying. That's good. Um, we've been having a, they've been a, what, hey. Good job. I'm working on my host tonight. Good segue. (laughs) 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 Oh man. But, um, so what we've been seeing between the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, um, they've been having a couple of issues with the Xbox recently. So Microsoft has been, um, having a couple of issues when it comes to their new console. And it's looking like it's overheating and looking like a like a fireplace, really. When you look at it, because so so I saw I mm-hmm. saw this as a headline. Yeah, uh, that this is happening. Now you're telling me it's actually happening. Yes. So they're they're not are, making this up. There's a number of videos that have been showing up on either YouTube and on Reddit that have been showing these Xbox Series X's. Um, the actual top where it's supposed to be the ventilation fan is supposed to be at yeah. is overheating and it's actually causing for large amounts of smoke to be coming out of the top of your Xbox. Man, this is... And they've had people that have had it basically in their room and they've had to walk out of their room because it's smoking it, out their entire have, room. Is there any indication <laughs> that this is an engineering problem or is this 
is this what happens when they're trying to service it? Like you send it to a third party, mm-hmm. they put it together, and there's something going wrong mm-hmm. in that process. Because that's what's happened with the phones, like the droids that were catching yeah, on fire. Were catching on fire. That was a lot. Exploding. That wasn't an engineering flaw that ended up. And that being, may be the issue, right? That that's not a bad. That's issue. not that big of an issue if yeah. that's the case, because you can just fire your, your vendor you and, and get somebody else to yeah. build them. It sucks, but if it's an engineering flaw, that means they got to repo and like bring back the whole that's fucking the thing. system and recall it. They got to pull. <laughs> yeah, they gotta pull a Chevy. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's a weird thing. Also, with Microsoft, this is their second time with this. Though, yeah, with the Xbox. Because you had the Ring of Death, the Red Ring of Death, which was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get the Red Ring of Death? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Man. Xbox did? is just that's for so cheap. One. PlayStation. I had to. Uh, I so I was PlayStation Two all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when the PS3 came out. I don't know if y'all remember, but that bitch was like six, seven hundred dollars when it first yeah. came out. It was obscenely expensive, and the Xbox 360 was like three hundred. So I got a 360 because that's yeah. all my parents could afford. And to be honest, the 360 was kind of it looked a little bit cooler than the. It did the PlayStation the, the 3. giant yeah f- uh, fat Box. PS3 <laughs> like yeah it was it was kind of ugly looking yeah. So I went 360 and mm-hmm. I loved my 360 and it lasted me a long time. Mm-hmm. I got the Red Ring of Death, but it was like two years later, three mm-hmm. years later. Um, so then I went back to PS3, and I've been with PlayStation ever since. Hmm. And it's I'm pretty sure it's going to stay that way. Yeah, it's just the way I I don't really get into multiplayer stuff all that much. I prefer single player. And I mean, we haven't heard of anything because PS PS5 just released literally on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So maybe there may be some issues there. It could be. Um, so we're just kind of waiting to see. But for right now, it's not looking good for Xbox, really. Yeah. This is going to damage. I mean, it was already going to be tough for them. Yeah. Because Sony did some uh, some really interesting things with, uh, with the PlayStation 5 and this mm-hmm. haptic feedback with the controller and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. also... I don't care what anybody says. It's not as much about the hardware of the system as it is about the games. It's sure. about the games, right? That's the, the thing. The, the, the exclusives. That's the more important thing for the gamer is which system has the exclusives I like. I like Gears of War, so I'm going to get the Xbox. Yeah. I like God of War. I'm going to get the PlayStation. Um but- and PlayStation kicked Xbox's ass with their launch titles. Yeah, I with mean, the exclusives they, that they have for their I, system. They really did. Yeah. Uh, from Spider-Man to uh, even some of the like the third-party uh, developers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that's, that's that the made thing, smaller like, games yeah. for them. They made some really great stuff. And I know that. Out. Was it Xbox that came out with the Game Pass that they're creating? Xbox is to trying be to become to the Netflix yeah. of gaming. Right. I, they could Which do. Which I'm it. not mad at. The they could model. do it. They got. Uh, let's 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 give them put some, this in perspective. Yeah. Xbox is owned by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yes, the most profitable technology company on the planet, and they could buy Apple. True. Yeah. Three times over. True. Just that a fact. Uh, six of the richest people on the planet are connected to. Well, forever they were connected to, um, to Microsoft. Yeah. Bill Gates. Steve Ballmer. I mean, this has cha- it's changed a little bit now because you've got Elon and you've got Jeff Bezos. Yeah, you've got new players that weren't there before. True. But they can afford to hire better engineers. Uh, Sony has no choice but to be good. Sony, I had a Sony computer. Biggest mm-hmm. piece of shit I ever bought, my pl- bought in my life. Sony TVs, guess who took their spot? 
the same company that they tried to buy out, Samsung. Mm-hmm. So Sony's been forced into a position to where, to a large degree, you know, because Canon now you can like you yeah. can get Canon, you get a beta system to activate your Canon EOS camera, like we're using right now. They're allowing you to use it. Sony has a similar issue that Apple has, but they're not Apple, right? Yeah. So I, I just let's see in the long scheme where if, this- if my if 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 Microsoft's long game long-term plan is, hey, look, we're going to lose a lot on mm-hmm. the production of our, our, our systems. But if we're going to establish this, who's going to be the Ready Player One? Mm. I feel like Xbox, because the way they've branded it, I mean, they can say what they want to. Xbox Live had 60,000 times more people yeah. than, than still to this day is the case, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Like, if you just looked up active number of subscription services yeah. mm-hmm. online, which mm-hmm. is how they make their money. True. Yes, the vast sure. majority of the money. Xbox is still so they feel almost to some degree. I would imagine, just like Apple is, they don't even care that their fucking iPhone's not that great anymore. That is because true. people keep yeah, buying it. They just it's consumerism. Well, at this I point mean that's fine, but I'm not fuck them. Yeah. If you're willing to put out a shitty product for that purpose, I get it. Um, but then you're no better than Apple. Oh, I, they're Microsoft, dude. They've been so doing this with computers a, forever. A penny out yeah. of me, the same reason I won't pay a penny for NBA 2K or, uh, you know, these Basically online casinos, these yeah. Assassin's Creed. I'm not giving another penny yeah. to Ubisoft for that exact reason. That's exactly how they think. Is uh, It doesn't matter what we as long produce. As it continues to produce. It has it Assassin's just, Creed on the front yeah. of it. People are going to buy copies of it. Hmm. And that's why they continue to make inferior products. So, to some degree, it's absolutely... On now, the consumer. Yeah. Does the new PlayStation have a capture card inside of it? Because Xbox has that. been putting mm-hmm. that in there for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I could bring the Xbox in here and we can Break stream down, from yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure about it. I don't know. I did watch uh, Tyrone Magnus uh, today and he was he said he was streaming straight from the PlayStation mm-hmm. to YouTube. <laughs> so uh, that, that seems like they yeah. probably made that fix. Because I know that was yeah. a big complaint for a lot of people using Xboxes mm-hmm. to, not, to do things completely ungame related. Yeah, the Xbox, you mm. know, with the exception of Apple, who yeah. absolutely hates a- Xbox. I've I've learned this because I tried to get Apple TV, and, and Microsoft was like, no, <laughs> because Apple's so petty, we're going to be petty too. Yeah, and this is where I want to just like fuck them all. <laughs> I really, you know, I have no. You guys are telling. I have no soft spot for Xbox. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I really don't. I, for me, it's like I want them all to do better. Exactly. Yeah, and honestly, I think a lot of the preference for Xbox versus. Uh, PlayStation boils down to whether you prefer multiplayer or single player, single player yeah. games. That's it. Uh, Accessories. Xbox, yeah. The 360 was, I mean, when they, they doubled down on the, especially like yeah, the Call of plan. Duty, mm-hmm. Modern Warfare, the first one back then. The, that made the, their consoles. I, that, was, yeah. that was a huge deal. And it took PlayStation a long time to catch up on the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. I don't think they really got it. I don't think they really did it well until the PlayStation 4. Yeah. Because um, I Recently, remember the yeah. PS3 wasn't... It wasn't there. It so, wasn't to that point. So, but yeah, I fell in love the first time I played God of War, and mm-hmm. Kratos jumped off that fucking... off of Mount Olympus that to his death. Been that hooked ever since. from that point. The young God, Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about a company that's trying to catch up right now, um, it's looking like Chevy's... Listen, where'd my phone go? There you go. Did I, oh, shit. The story's <laughs> on there. You can keep it. Don't worry about it. Hey, cut it over here? Yeah. What's the name? Who, who's the source? Where's the story? Uh, I'll, put, I'll put it here. 
Okay, the hill.com mm-hmm. hill. published a story okay. about uh, Chevy just had to recall 69,000 Chevy Bolts. Hmm. Apparently, they're catching on fire. Jeez. They are investigating why. They don't know why. Yeah. Um, maybe they put an Xbox in the... <laughs> <laughs> they put an Xbox in... What was the name of the fucking... Uh, what was the name of the uh, the phone? Was that a, what, the Galaxy? Yeah, that was the Galaxy up? Nine, I think. They, yeah. they were using Galaxy Nines and Xboxes for <laughs> engine parts. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, and these cars keep catching up. But sixty nine thousand, and it's it's GM. GM is asking owners to change their vehicle settings to lower its charging capacity. So could you imagine someone? Could you imagine someone calling you and saying, "Listen, I only want you to to charge your cell phone up to like ninety six percent. Don't it. accidentally let it charge up to a hundred because it might blow up in your hands." Boom. Oh, oh fuck, that's hilarious. That is. Oh my. Speaking wow. of of just a colossal fuck up. Mm-hmm. Damn it! And the, again, these car companies. Uh, they're not doing good as it is. No. Tesla is doing well, but the rest of them are their only profitable vehicles are their trucks. And they don't make money on on the Cabaro. They yeah. don't make money on none of that. And then you got Camaro. Tesla jumping in I with their Cybertruck coming in, and Cybertruck. That's why he's going after that. Yeah, that's why because it's like the last bastion. This up is there. the right, yeah. right. This is like the last. If I can climb this mountain, I got you. Shit, it's over. Everybody in America is going to be time to put my gigafactories everywhere. I'm just going to have them everywhere. And with GM doing stuff like like this, yeah, it's just bringing more people over to me. I wonder how many millions of dollars they must have lost on this. Well, I'm trying to read the statistics here, and and they don't even know. It says here that GM has dedicated a team of engineers and experts to figure out what's causing these. They have no idea, and it's Mm. happened in three different, three really severe reports in three different cars. Um, and they have to go to Chevrolet because Chevrolet GM's a mm-hmm. is kind of a crapshoot of Chevrolet. Yeah. So you have this entire they get the same parts, but Chevrolet gets the nicer metal, mm-hmm. slightly nicer metal. GM, GM. gets the second mm-hmm. reused metal. Ounce, yeah. Uh, that a bitch. <laughs> and it, it allows them to sell the it's trucks true. like a four or five thousand dollar difference. Yeah. It's pretty much the same fucking truck That's though. It. You know, to all those people that bought the Silverado instead of the GM, whatever the fuck it's called. And they're like, look, I got the Silverado. You, you're the cheap one. <laughs> you're the one that's not fully human because you ain't got a Chevy. At least oh, you're better man. than Dave. He's got a Ford. You know that exactly. shit. Exactly. I kind of <laughs> miss the days of like that was our debates. Simpler times. Yeah. Simpler yeah. times. Simpler but times. but that's also why Elon Musk is absolutely going to take the sharpest samurai sword in the history of the cut universe and cut him up <laughs> like trunks cut up fucking Frieza when he returned. <laughs> And then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. Oh. The power. <laughs> yeah, GM. Poor GM. Poor Chevy. I wrote your stupid fucking name on the ground. Like, mm-hmm. I, oh, man, they're they're awful. We've bailed them out three or four times. Yeah. That's the other thing. In my at lifetime. At what point in a, in a capitalistic society do we go, you ain't getting the job done. <laughs> You're not getting the job done. Yeah. We're not going to keep saving you. If you're not, we need to redistribute this money to Dude. automakers who will do a good job. Mm-hmm. Have yet to do that. Well, they never had a innovator in the market since. That is true. You know, it's, since, it's been the same. Henry Ford, the yeah. Old Testament. 
So, uh, so they haven't had to worry about it. They're like, well, I mean, you know, you got to bail us out because yeah. ain't nobody else got car companies. Henry Ford was the last vehicle. And again, like before somebody says, oh, well, uh, you know, the cars have Bluetooth now. That's not what we mean as far as advancement. No. Not in the context of uh, we're in Los Angeles. We see Teslas every day mm-hmm. all over the place constantly. I see Teslas. The difference in in engineering between a Tesla and pretty much any gas powered car Such a huge is gap. not even close. Yeah, how much better that Tesla is at everything, everything you can think of. It's safer. Mm-hmm. It's faster, and it's not susceptible it to better. the laws of internal combustion. It's not going. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's financially it's yeah. better. You save money. Yep. You save money having having a Tesla. You save money. Immensely. A lot. And you can get a supercar for less than $100,000. I think the Roadster is what? The, the new Roadster they're going to drop, the mm-hmm. 2020, uh, 2022 Roadster, it might be $200,000. Yeah, that's that's supposed to be their big six-figure. It's not $1.3 million yeah. like the Bugatti. And, Which depreciates the second you drive that thing and off the And at $200,000, that is going to go zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds. Mm-hmm. Something a Bugatti can cannot do. Not yeah. do. There's it's no physically impossible without a jet booster for a gas park. Right. I don't think people... I'm not an engineer, not but if you listen to the engineers, they say that the electric motor is superior, mm-hmm. at least way. in terms of, like, give electric motors and cars is pretty, like, Tesla's only been doing this since, like, 2008. Mm-hmm. So, 12 years? Man. 50 yeah. years from now, it's going to be a horse. A literal horse is what you're going to be comparing, yeah. you know, your, your, your Silverado to. Yeah. To yes. your Ford F-150 to. Once that Cybertruck takes takes oh, off, man. and I I imagine there's going to be other trucks they make. They already have a Ford. I mean, not a Ford. Jesus, see, that's yeah. the Texas <laughs> in me coming out <laughs> right there. Uh, <laughs> that was it. Shout out to my people in Texas. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, speaking of Texas, can we can we talk about Elon's investments of Tesla? Yes. So boring company in mm-hmm. Tesla. This is all related. Okay. This this dude doesn't make a decision. This dude doesn't make a decision without. Uh, Relating it back to his companies. Mm-hmm. So the way your, your navigation is going to work in your fucking cars in Texas. Yeah. So just last week, they launched the internet company. So you could, if you live in Austin, mm-hmm. you can use his internet company. Cheaper oh. than AT&T. And ch- this is huge news. Like, this should be world news. Yeah. We There's might a need new- to just go ahead and get out of Selling. this motherfucker, man. <laughs> I'm, I, hey, we get to that point. And it links to your Tesla. Yeah. So there's nowhere in the future... You can you could be stranded in a desert in your Tesla, and you could still cry for help. I mean, for help. Yeah. Even when your fucking Verizon phone's like, I, I don't have no service, <laughs> your Tesla will call help for you because it's going to be like, look, you dummy, you drove all the way out here, you pinned in this little address, and you don't know geography, and mm-hmm. you had me drive you to fucking Niagara Falls. Now you're lost, yeah. and there's no cell phone service. Yeah. Elon fixed that. He's fixing that, and his cars will connect to his satellites along with his Neuralinks, along with his boring company He's tunnels really, listen the one argument people can make to me against elon musk is that he might be evil what if he's evil mm-hmm. the amount of power he's amassing with with this kind to where he's gonna i mean everything we engage with on a daily basis in the future might have his fingerprints on it just about everything yeah 
if your internet access, your vehicle, and therefore your you, with the internet access, your all your devices, phone, laptop, all that stuff. And now, and the and your car, and if he comes out with the jet yeah. or the plane, mm-hmm. we're gonna switch to that. Yeah. And then if we go up to Mars, and then his energy systems are gonna replace the electric companies. So energy and transportation and the internet all are going to be tied the biggest industries <laughs> the biggest oh, industries sure. we have to offer yeah uh are all going to be under Elon Musk and, and, under Elon Musk and listen these satellites have low latency internet yeah. what does that mean it means that most of the time on your phone your 5G or your 4G mm-hmm. it's usually not better than your Wi-Fi at your apartment yeah this will be better than the Wi-Fi's at your apartment. Yeah. It'll be better quality internet. Mm-hmm. You could run your office out of your Tesla better than you would at your house in most cases. If you wanted to drive you to work and also say you work an hour away from work, you could do a lot of stuff on your laptop in your car mm-hmm. on the way to work. Yeah. Especially in the future when you're going to be able to. It's going to happen. We're going to have yeah. the iRobot experience. Well, we don't have to worry about tinting windows. We literally don't have them. Yeah, and you just got cameras that can look out there and light up the screen like a like a TV projector, mm-hmm. for instance. That's going to be the future. Once we get there, it won't be a car anymore. They're going to start making something like Westworld season three. If you've seen that, yeah, it's, it's like, like this kind of big box yeah. shuttle type thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're going to go, and I'm I can't wait. Yeah. I think we're going to be much more productive for it. Just like we're much more productive by putting everything in here. Not yep. having a pager and having the <laughs> and satellite phone, phone and man. a phone at the house and yeah. a computer <laughs> and a fucking email system that doesn't connect to right. nothing. Right, yeah. But that does, yeah. I mean, that's... So I, I just hope he ain't evil. That's the one thing. I, now <laughs> I don't that you put that is. all together, it's like, uh, I don't think maybe he there's... And now we don't have to use Russia to get to space anymore. Yeah. That's, that's, that's NASA's another, officially... Yeah. That's another thing that happened mm. in the last two weeks. I think it happened four days ago. NASA yeah. has, NASA's officially made... Elon Musk's company, SpaceX, now will be transporting all their astronauts. Great. Henceforth. Henceforth forever. Unless somebody else can produce a better product, cheaper than he can sell it. So what's not going to happen? What does NASA do now? Well, they train the scientists. So they they take care of the... the, What what function do they serve? What what happened to Space Force? Oh, no, that's that's, that's still... It's still going? That's still absolutely going. Yeah, Mm, yeah. No, they're putting a lot of money into that. He's he's going to help. So they're going to use him the same way we use... Okay, I, I, let me put some perspective yeah. on this. So when the military has guns that mm-hmm. they kill each other with, right? Benelli and Beretta make those guns. Yeah. They contract it to the government, but they have companies that make them. The government doesn't really do anything. They don't mm-hmm. really do anything. Okay. They do the IRS, and we know yeah. how that turns out. Yeah. So... Uh, that's they're going to be using Elon's company to get all. If anything, Space Force is going to be a bigger deal than going to the moon was because now they got a guy that's willing to go up there and launch rockets all the time. The biggest issue in government is like it takes years. Yeah, you'll go ten years without a rock uh, a rocket launch, and then the sure. ones that do get launched, they have to NASA. This is so yeah. sad. We have to pay the Russians to do it. Yeah, to send us to space. If there's one thing that's anti-democracy, <laughs> is sending the Russians, <laughs> having them send us to space. <laughs> Didn't we spend like an unseen amount of billions of dollars trying to prove we're better at this mm-hmm, than the Russians? To beat them. Yeah, only to come place. back and be like, you know what, guys? 
uh, we're we really in a bad this. deficit right now. <laughs> we got a bad issue. You know, our taxpayers don't want to pay for NASA. Mm. But it's not the first time American taxpayers didn't want to pay for science. I think I read something like less than half of 1% or something like that goes to scientific endeavors in the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That includes vaccines oh, and and hmm. then it all Space. comes back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. You should absolutely invest in research. Mm-hmm. You should invest a lot in it. Yeah. Because research can help you make informed decisions. I'd invest in seals different things by mm-hmm. the way when you science and research, yeah. right? Or yeah, I've yeah. I just our, mean our, our government is uh, building the labs. Yeah. Why are we still using uh, the, uh, the the aerospace companies are still only in a couple places. Pasadena, uh, Pasadena, Texas, mm-hmm. right? Well, JPL. And then, yeah, yeah all that. Um, we should, you know, Alabama, University of Alabama. There's mm-hmm. only a few places that have this. Yeah. They should be everywhere. That's space true. is the new frontier. There's far more space than there is Earth. Yeah. It's not, it, to say it's not close, you know, go read the book The Pale Blue Dot by Carl Sagan. And you'll find out just how close it how close it isn't. And if you are on the forefront of scientific, and I'm using the word science in the sense that it is a form of knowledge, but it also requires some money yeah. and some labs and some the, the large hadron collider should have been built not in Geneva, mm-hmm. should have been built in the United States in Arizona or something. But we went, you know what? No one's going to actually spend the money to build something like that because people aren't interested. In a country like Geneva, gets the contract and they build it. And now we're, we're at the mercy of all these other countries. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that America is on the forefront because we are a nation of explorers. We aren't – Americans don't over-romanticize the past in some ways. You know, we're not too concerned with trying to rebuild Athens or something like that. We don't want to rebuild the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit, honestly. We don't want the Vatican here. Yeah. We want, you know, we'll go, we'll, we'll go travel and go see those things. Yeah, what's the next What we frontier? want to do is go to space. Mm-hmm. We want to be the first ones on the moon. Yeah. The future is ours. Uh, Elon, it takes a guy like Elon, who's a South African immigrant, to come over here and capture the spirit of what it means to, to live the American dream. And that's why I like the guy. Now, he might be evil. But if he's evil, it's our fault. Yep. We should have yep. been better. Yep. We yep. should have done more. Yep. Our best African-American out there in the world, man. <laughs> Always going to be there. We <laughs> got to save him. Rich is African-American. We got to keep him protected. And I think this, he's going to be the world's first trillionaire. Yeah. He's, he's projected he's to that. be that guy. Yeah, he's at the... Energy, tech, transport. Mm-hmm. One. Only one of his companies is public. Just, wait Just one. That and he's stuff. worth like $100 billion. Man. Let that hit. And Tesla is in its infancy. Yeah. It's in its it infancy. That's at, the thing. at its current pace, I really think they're going to, they're going to, they might be the only player in that market yeah. before long, uh, which I don't want to happen, really. You know, I, I think uh, Chevy and Ford and all them, they are going to receive some comeuppance here mm-hmm. pretty soon for their laziness yeah. over the decades. And riding on, they've been riding off the back of what they made 50 years ago. They're still making Camaros, still making Mustangs. It's a recognizable name. Keep making the same thing, same thing. Oh, make it a, 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 you know, two miles per hour faster. Yeah. Add Bluetooth in it. Uh, You get an extra extra mile per gallon. Mm -hmm. One more. 
I would Between just, the 2019 and pencil the 2020 holder. model. Yeah. Yeah. On the back of a our literal, trucks. Yeah. What, was, what commercial kit. was that? That was a Ford? <laughs> that was a Ford, yeah. That was a Ford commercial we saw. We mm-hmm. had just watched a bunch of stuff on it the Tesla. It wasn't a commercial, bro. It was there. We watched the Tesla thing, and we went, like, what did Ford do? And, and when they were doing their big presentation, this guy was, was like, oh, look, man, you can put... I mean, all you carpenters out there are going to love this truck. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is an actual presentation. We're not talking about, like, a skit. No, or no. like not at This all. was an actual Ford presentation oh. in which they pulled down the bed and mm-hmm. opened up this little flip thing. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, look, it's got a pencil holder. <laughs> it's going to work for pencil everybody. Pencil holder. <laughs> I just listened to this other guy talk about how this shit can go 300 miles on one charge. It can drive itself. Mm-hmm. It's safer. It's fat. It goes zero to sixty in like. But it don't have that pencil holder, man. And you talk to you bring up a pencil holder <laughs> to me. Or you, y'all put a pencil holder in it. It's their form. I was of like, that's man. that is the problem in a nutshell. Yeah, that's the problem in a nutshell. Yeah. They put a pencil holder in it and called it a new model. Apparently, and that's why they deserve <laughs> to go out of business. But the problem is again competition in a market. Is a good thing. Yeah, it is. When there's only one player in the market, then you get up with then they, that's how you end up with shitty businesses. Yeah. Just in that lazy. particular mm-hmm. like or a shitty business to deal with because there's why improve. There's no sure. there's no reason to. Elon Musk might be the type of individual to not get lazy, you know, about innovating. He I seems to be genuinely interested in innovation. He said recently, if he dies before we colonize Mars, to some degree, his entire life as an entrepreneur, as far as he's concerned, is a failure. Oh. So, and he might yeah. be the most successful entrepreneur already. Uh, gangster. That's, uh, he's already in that list of mm-hmm. most successful entrepreneurs up there with Rockefeller and some of these guys to ever live. Yeah, true. So I, I think and he's going to stick to it. That's the thing. We got to make sure we protect him in this because uh, recently he had... Well, four tests he took, rapid testing for COVID, and two came back positive, two came back negative. Now, he said this? So, yes, this has been reported and also said by him that um, they become, well, basically they're inconclusive on these rapid testings. Um, So he, I think, is kind of looking into trying to figure out a better way of doing this um, for COVID testing. I wish he'd stay away from that. He went on Rogan's podcast and lost a bunch of money talking For about that. COVID. Yeah. You know, it's it's because he, he, he clearly is just pointing out the obvious truth, which yeah. is we have very bad testing True. methods. That's the thing. But the, but these, these politicians don't want to talk about That's, it. That's, it he, he ain't going to yeah. be able to do nothing with that. True. YouTube doesn't even want us talking about it. That is true. So that's why we're going to switch over from another <laughs> Switch over from the subject. topic. <laughs> and we're going to go into... Well, probably one of the most saddest things that have happened in boxing history. And looks like Deontay Wilder just will not let this loss stand. My God, he won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> my, Wilder, my God, he, he keeps finding excuses to make claims. I wondered what would break first. And his most recent claim is mind <laughs> or, or his, his body. <laughs> It was his body and then his mind. Mind. (laughs) It was his body, then his mind. Yep. And he wants to make the claim now that um, his water was tempered. Yep. Let's go through the the, the litany of of issues here. Mm -hmm. First, his suit weighed 40 pounds. Yeah. 
And that, that weighed him one. down, tired him out. Yeah. Secondly, apparently Tyson Fury uh, was able to sneak something into his gloves, even though the, the amount of eyeballs on those glove wrappings is unbelievable. Yes. After the Margarito fight in boxing, they, they changed all the laws in Nevada, mm-hmm. or Nevada, whatever the fuck, you know. Everyone. Vada. <laughs> Vada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had somebody from Vegas the other day correct me on that. Nevada. Oh, yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's all the time. I've had that like at least ten times. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Nevada. Yeah. Well, how about fuck you? How about that? <laughs> the only how state that gives a fuck. Say? <laughs> I go to Louisiana and like pronounce it seven different ways. And yeah. Some Cajun guy's gonna be like, "Oh, I said, I get it. Right. you say it better than me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I didn't heard Louisiana, Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Cajuns, man. The Creole. Oh man, good food. Uh, yes, sir. What the fuck was we even talking about? Just Deontay now? Wilder. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so first it was the suit, then it was um, the gloves. He said mm-hmm. Tyson Fury. First, he said he put something in the glove, yeah. and then he said he didn't put anything in the glove. It was just his hand underneath the, the mitt. Yeah. So we have two different stories about the glove, mm-hmm. and then they had a bunch of theories. The pictures they show are embarrassing. You got a guy who has a hand like this because Tyson Fury's 6'9". So, yes. of course, when he squeezes into a 10-ounce glove, yeah, you're going to see his knuckles through the top of it. Of I've seen Connor's knuckles, and side. Connor's mm-hmm. not even remotely the size of this man. Yeah. I'm sure you can probably see Deontay Wilder's knuckles. At the same time. Or maybe he just has a different style of glove that puts more padding at the front Mm -hmm. so he don't break his hand when he tries to swing it as hard as he possibly can. It's a very good possibility. I don't know. All I know is no, just like this election, no one's found anything. Yeah. And with Deontay Wilder, he's also claiming, first he said his trainer, Mm -hmm. he fired his trainer because he said his trainer wasn't in his corner and he threw the towel. And when the trainer said... No, I was looking out for your best interest. He accused the trainer yeah. of spiking his water with muscle relaxers. Hmm. Specifically muscle relaxers relaxers because they used to give him muscle relaxers after sparring. And so he knows they got him. To my to, to and in my view, it's Lord. like what 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 Lord household Jesus. You know how many households that have like older men and women in them that have, that have yeah. muscle relaxers because mm-hmm. their doctor prescribed to them? Yes. It's not a hard thing to get your hands on. Just go to your doctor and say, I got muscle spasms. They're going to give you muscle relaxers. The same ones that Deontay Wilder went, well, I know he's got them. His doctor prescribes them. So guess what? He must be spiking my water. Of course. Because that's in his best interest (laughs) as the trainer. Mind you, this guy trained, I think, like five gold medalists or something like that. I'm like, why would your trainer want you to... Exactly. You to lose. That's the. I don't think he's given a what's a, the value in that? a reason as yeah. to why his trainer would f- sabotage him because he's a young king, right? That, that's that no. That's what he said. Right. I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's right. a young king. Right. That that whole video about the gloves and the, yeah was just weird. I'm like something's something's not right. He, he's off. He's not handling all the greats outside of Floyd Mayweather have lost mm-hmm. in fighting and Khabib yeah. in the UFC. In boxing, there's one guy with a perfect record. It's Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Everybody else you can think of. Rocky Marciano. Rocky. Ah, Excuse me. Yes. Rocky Marciano. Every time a white guy, Rocky Marciano. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Outside of them. Yeah. Right? Ali, Tyson, Foreman. Mm -hmm. uh, Hell. Everyone. Everyone you can think of. Has handled a loss. Roy Jones. Yeah. I mean, everybody you can think of. 
the way you handle the loss is the mm-hmm. important part because the yeah. loss is likely going to happen. Yeah. 99 out of, again, 99 out of 100 fighters, even amongst great fighters, will have lost. Mm-hmm. It happens. The way you respond is everything. True. And the way Deontay Wilder is responding to his loss, yes. he's going to get what he's asking for, which is a rematch. And Tyson Fury is not the guy, he, he's not the type of guy to, he's vindictive. Yeah, he's not taking When it these. comes to fighting. He's not, he's not, when he gets knocked down, this is a thing I noticed, uh, we went back and watched a bunch of his old fights. And the few times he got knocked down. Yeah. When he got back up, every single time, he kicked the shit out of the guy who knocked him down. Every time. He had been knocked down, I think, three times before Wilder mm-hmm. did it in their first fight. He would get back up. Not only would he outbox them, but he would bully them. Yeah. He would beat the shit out of whoever it was. That is like true. He got, yeah. But again, the way you respond to a setback mm-hmm. or a loss is everything. Yeah. Deontay Wilder. He is not taking From the his, beginning, from yeah. the costume thing, that was the day after the fight. Yeah. Can you, even if you think, so, even if you think something so ridiculous, let's say, gonna, let's say yeah. even that it's true. Mm-hmm. Let's say he was actually fatigued because he had on this big ass costume. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's still your fault. Yeah. You decided to wear this. Mm-hmm. One. And two, you can't say that. You can't. You cannot make an excuse like that in the public. Yeah, you just can't, because it it is only gonna look one way. Like you got your ass whipped and you can't handle it. Yeah, this is what happens when you don't have good friends, and you surround yourself with yes, yes guys, mm-hmm. yes men. Yeah, exactly. Uh, have you guys ever seen Rocky Balboa? The like the the first. It's just called Rocky Balboa. Yeah, Rocky tries to come back and fight, and there's uh, uh, Antonio Tarver plays a character in there. Dixon, I think, is his last name. Mm-hmm. In that one, he just has a bunch of guys being like, you the champ, man, you the champ. And he knew it was fake. So he had to go find his old trainer to be like, listen, I don't have a real dude in my corner. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't pay you, but I need you to tell me yeah. that maybe I need to worry about people. It's mm-hmm. looking like Deontay Wilder got rid of all the real ones in his corner because, I mean, he he's his trainer – they should have stopped that fight a good two or three rounds earlier than they yeah. did. They let it keep going. He just his head just kept getting bounced around. He was taking more and more brain damage because that's what's happening. Yeah, that's actually what you're watching is a person take brain damage. A concussion is not. Uh, it's it. You know you're right. He said he put a dent in his head. That was another Jeez. one of the. I, I, it just reminded me because it's yeah, it's yeah, if yeah. he put a dent in his head, it killed him. Yeah, right. That's the and thing. it was a dent right here. And I'm pretty sure the dent is his temple. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure. No, I mean, you. That was great. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. So here's the thing: a lot of people I like on YouTube and on Twitter that I follow that do boxing, unfortunately. Oh no! I, I'd say like 20 percent of them think oh, he has a case. Come on, people! And I and I know what they're doing. We live in strange times. Mm-hmm. He's the first American heavyweight that we've had be a champion since Lennox Lewis. Yeah. And there's this kind of desperation of not wanting, you know, people hated the Klitschko brothers. Yeah, they really. Yeah. This idea that a heavyweight is not an American, where the mm-hmm. sport was kind of really turned into something that it never was. It became. Yeah. It was dominated it, by them. For Muhammad Ali. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson. George Foreman. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's 
the height of what you can be as a sports star. No one's ever been more famous than Muhammad Ali as a sports athlete. Even Michael Jordan, I would argue, never quite eclipsed Ali. When Ali went overseas, all of Africa, yeah. of South Africa, I should say, was like, Ali exactly. That's, that's, that's impossible. So Deontay Wilder and some of his stuff, you know, till this day, yeah, it, it is baked with that Into tradition that, yeah. of, of black, successful heavy, heavyweight athletes mm-hmm. in America. Yeah. And I was with it. But we, I, we all were fans of Deontay yeah. Wilder yeah. over here. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> were, was. Until all of this started happening. It's just like, and this is eight months ago this fight was. And yeah. he still, he, he relinquished. He just adds more to it. Yeah. If I'm Tyson Fury, this is going to be the most controversial thing that I say. But this is how I feel. I wouldn't give him the fight. I would go to my contract that states that he can't just say a bunch of crazy, legally pending things about mm-hmm. my character and about poisoned water. Yeah. Yeah, and I bet you I, the trainer and everybody else in his corner that he fired would come to the defense of yep. Tyson Fury. Yeah. Yep. That's I, I do wonder if he could sue him for... Uh, like defamation or something, mm-hmm. in, like in civil court in the state of um, like I whipped your ass physically. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna whip your ass financially. Yeah, because you keep fucking with me. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, these I are some of the harshest accusations either. I've ever heard in my life. And he won't stop. He won't stop. I'd have been pissed off at the costume excuse. Yeah, as Tyson, if I was Tyson Fury, I'd be you. That's are a you start. serious? Yeah. I beat you up for six rounds straight, something like that. Five, yeah. six rounds straight. And you got nerve enough to blame it on your cost. You are six foot seven. Mm-hmm. Built. I am five six. I'm a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I have a master's in exercise science. I'm a certified strength conditioning specialist. I know the human body very well. That's not true. Yeah. What he said that costume would have had to have been a good seventy five to a hundred pounds to fatigue an athlete the caliber of Deontay Wilder. Man. Deontay Wilder is a special athlete. Mm-hmm. If he fought it pretty much any other time, yeah, I don't would've... really think there's anybody who could have beat him. Well, this no. is where the muscle relaxers come in, you see? Oh, right. Mm. Right? Right. Right. They're just moving the goalpost. Yeah. Right. Eventually, it's going to be Tyson Fury made a deal with the devil. Like, right. that's the kind of that's slope we're on. I mean, yeah. I thought that's where he was going. Have you guys ever seen that video <laughs> well, of him that, that quoting video? the Bible? And, right. You oh, know. Wow. Ezekiel 32 and 4 says what that the? real niggas do real nigga shit. <laughs> yeah, he, he quoted. <laughs> I don't think that was in there. In his exegesis, uh, too, like his interpretation. Yeah. It was like the worst theology I've ever seen in my life. Oh my yeah. God. It's like You haven't person- seen this video? <laughs> no. You haven't seen it? Yeah, he's just talking straight to the camera. It looks like he's in maybe... Vegas or something like that. Okay, that's that's going to have to be. He looks like he's video. in a hotel room yeah. and he's recording himself. Holy, and just been... quoting <laughs> oh the Bible God. and going and all this. You know, I'm a king, and they're trying to bring the king down, and and all this crazy shit about again about the glove. And he had the video edited. Yeah, with it's still bad footage of the glove being oh. fucked up, and then he had a picture edited in with uh, the dent in his forehead. He went. He went. Like he paid somebody to edit that. That was bad. It was as bad as that. That YouTube. I showed you his channel a little bit. Yeah, he had all those like uh, it's the sleaziest thing I've ever seen. It looked like life. a brothel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man. And it's supposed to be his boxing gym. I really. Uh, and poor. he says, and he says that Floyd's bad for boxing. Come yeah. on, man. He's he really is uh, talking himself out of uh, his position. Yeah, he's like, just he's to a point talking himself out of his own career. Yeah, it's it's really getting to that and point. And if I'm where, a nut, if I'm Anthony Joshua, 
I'm like, I don't. That's know a potential fight on the table for me, but I'm like, I don't. I don't want to deal I, with that. Yeah, if I kick his ass, he's going to do this. I'm after. just going to focus myself no. on Fury and Anthony Joshua spoke in the last week, too, yeah, mocking this guy, saying Tyson Fury would be a fool to even like engage with him, saying, you know, if I'm yeah. Fury, I just I'm not even going to mention his name in no. public because he's not. He's not worth, not worth it anymore. The, the stuff he, yeah. the stuff he's accused, just what he did to his trainer, a guy that literally could have saved his life. Yeah, especially well, some brain cells. Did save his life. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a warrior. How how dare he? He got knocked down four or five times in that fight. Dude, you let a fighter done. go out on you know uh, uh, what? You Deontay Wilder said his reason for beginning boxing was his daughter. Mm-hmm. So I have to. What sense does that make? I'm willing to say. die. He was saying shit like, I'm willing muscle to die relapses. in the ring. Muscle. Yeah. <laughs> was I'm willing control. to die in the ring, but I'm sorry. If you if you, uh, if you you have children, your life's not about you. Yeah. Unless, That's true. Unless it is. not. That's the thing. It's not about you. It shouldn't be about you. Your viewpoint should be your daughter. They are the priority. Yeah. I got a theory. Yeah. So right. dying in a boxer. No. But, yeah, yeah go ahead. His daughter mm-hmm. brought him to see a movie. Now, this movie, if anyone hasn't seen it, it's called, um, and not it's 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 hard to find on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's a little movie by Marvel by Disney called Captain Marvel, and there is a scene in Captain Marvel, okay, where you know someone might die, and stakes are close. It's those moments where, as I say, the great writers. Yeah. And we know the writer for Captain Marvel was phenomenal. Absolutely one of the best screenwriters mm-hmm. working in the industry today. Yeah, They gave us that moment where shit really hit the fan in this completely Shakespearean sense. And the best friend looked at Brie Larson's character, and Brie Larson looked the best friend back in the eye. Mm-hmm. It's too bad I don't even know what the best friend's name was. I was about to say, what was her name? <laughs> and the daughter's like, Mom... I think you should go fight the aliens because I don't want to be the daughter that great that's oh. raised up. Oh, that's oh, raised man. up as the lame mother who stayed back to watch the kids. I went what? Because <laughs> we all know in those war movies, yeah, those the war kid movies wants your parent to go fight the war against the that shit. Yo, that was Martha levels stupid. <laughs> Martha levels. Martha, how do you know that name? <laughs> we're cool now we're cool man yeah all right get up all right you're go all right. save my mother yeah Lord Jesus. and then came the only about the only part of that movie that i liked which was when batman had that fight scene to save martha yeah that shit was dope and yeah. he rock bottomed that guy yeah, and he the punched floor. the guy's head through the floor that was gangster. Like, the rest of that shit was ass but that's that shit was dope yeah Martha. if i remember right that was the only point that i actually woke up from Remember, I fell asleep halfway through you that movie. You did doze off. Yes. Let's talk about how objectively bad. Mm. We talk about movies a little bit on mm-hmm. this podcast. Let's talk about how objectively bad. Br- I was about to say brain versus universe. <laughs> oh, God. Man, no. Hey, listen. <laughs> well, I mean, BVU, we're kind of, it's kind of. Yeah, we're jumped. We're, it's close. We're yeah, I, well, I, was, I wasn't going to say brain versus universe. I was going to do the uh, abbreviation, abbreviation, and I'm like, right, I, I yeah. probably shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tie us back to him. No, <laughs> no, we, 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 we can do better than that, man. But Batman versus Superman or Superman versus Batman, I really don't care enough about it to, to it, it, it should be either way, because yeah. they're both terrible. It should be this shitty character, yeah. iteration of this character, Versus this shitty iteration of this character against each other. True. Over the battles, over the battle of mothers. 
Okay, that's that's the the not the war of the gods. Yeah, not that the, it was supposed to be. Not the war to end all wars, the battle to end all battles. The actual title, which is Batman versus Superman. I thought we were going to go see that. I thought Batman was going to have to. I knew they were going to use kryptonite. Yeah. Of course. But it's, the way they used the kryptonite just, was like, of course we've got to get kryptonite mm-hmm. because that's what you do. And they just assume because we all know that's what you do, we let yeah. you get away with that. Yeah. We let them tell Bruce Wayne's backstory in a montage of of what's-his-face, the director, stroking his ego with, the with all these slow-mos mm-hmm. with the shitty 9 millimeter gun that's mm-hmm. like... The recoiling and stuff, yeah, and the I, pearls I, dropping, and yeah, I hated every millisecond of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Battle of the Marthas, and the worst casting for Lex Luthor I think I've ever oh. seen. No, he was awful, Man. and I think Jesse Eisenberg's a good actor. Yeah, but, uh, he like, was. That was terrible. That performance was terrible. It didn't make any sense. Mm-mm. The story didn't make any sense. A lot of the acting was just. Bland and dull. Yeah. I mean, the actors didn't have a whole lot to go off of because the story was bland and dull. Yeah. Uh, Batman versus Superman lasted all of, that was what, a 10-minute scene where they finally went at it? That's it. Abomination looked horrible. Abomination? No. No, no, no. Not Abomination. It's um, Doomsday. Doomsday. That's a goddamn shame. I loved Doomsday. Yeah, Doomsday is one of the most badass looking characters, and they made him look like a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Um, And I thought when I saw the trailer, and that was the other thing. I don't know if you remember this. Going into the movie, I remember being worried because I saw there was that last trailer they put out Mm -hmm. where they revealed Doomsday was in the movie, and I went, "They just gave away their twist in the trailer." Usually, not a good sign. No. If a let me tell you something right now. If you watch a movie trailer and they give you the entire plot in the trailer, the movie is probably not going to be good. Most likely. Yeah. It's not. If they can't cut up a good trailer with like six hours of footage they yeah. made. And that second trailer, I remember it being bad. I mm-hmm. remember seeing what he looked like and I remember hoping, oh well, you know, maybe when they put the movie out they will have Edited his appearance some or something like that. Nah. It looked exactly it the looked same. It looked terrible. It looked yep. terrible. Uh, and again, the story was awful. It didn't make any sense. Well, and we can prove that it's objectively bad right now. Yeah. I can give you a plot line off the top of my head that's better than the one they used. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Superman's around. Mm-hmm. Like the concept in Marvel, Iron Man rises to the top. It causes this this gravitational pull for everybody. crazy shit to yeah. happen. So I can make an argument, well, Zod and all these other characters wouldn't be a real thing if it weren't for Superman being here. Mm-hmm. So let's ask him as an immigrant to this world, as an alien, could you please, sir, acknowledge our pension to move off planet? Yeah. And if we need you, we'll get a hold of you. But in the meantime, you're making us a hot spot for... Apocalypse, yeah, and you can even use that as a mm-hmm. as a as a way to tease your future films, yeah, yeah. In Batman, Bruce Wayne, the Elon Musk of that world, right, yeah. is the guy you hire if he doesn't comply to figure out a way to, yeah, you know, beat this person with technology. Right there is a way better movie. Immediately, yeah. that makes sense. Not, <laughs> not mind you, 
this idea that we can rush together a sequence of events that causes us to hate somebody. That's not how that works. It takes years of mistakes. One mistake of someone accidentally dying because he made a bad decision, mm-hmm. you don't go, oh, my God, and the whole world's afraid of him, and you have to have the top, you know, even if there's a 1%. No, you don't base things like that. Like, they had to, they backed themselves in a narrative structure. Yeah. Just thinking about this from a purely writing context, they backed themselves in corners with, all the time. They had to give speeches and monologues that didn't make any sense just yep. so that they can explain why they're flirting with some of these ideas. Mm-hmm. That's another thing is if you get multiple, if you get one, you know, uh, storyline dump, yeah, which is what we got. bad monologues, mm-hmm. bad writing, that's, that's, we talk about the hallmarks of good writing. That's one of the trademarks of bad writing is a storyline dump. Transformers 2. Mm. If you want to see a perfect example yeah. of constant, just, I mean, every maybe they would go action scene, mm-hmm. transition to an action scene, monologue yep. where they explain the story, back talks. to the action, mm-hmm. action, yep. monologue, explain the story. Yep. That's not good storyteller. Oh, we That's just not good storytelling. <laughs> I'm sorry, yo. All this, it's all purely... It's all purely subjective. That's lazy. If it, that's lazy. You can't tell me that's not lazy. That's yeah. just la- y'all couldn't put. You can't convince me there aren't writers right here in Hollywood, probably within a fifteen mile radius of us right now, that couldn't have you sat them in a room and told them, "I need you to come up with a clever way for us to use kryptonite against Superman." A cl- I just. We have to use the kryptonite. Yeah. It's kind of the only option, Mm -hmm. right? There's other stuff they could have done, but the most obvious option is kryptonite. kryptonite. Yeah. So we're going to go with it. I need you to come up with a creative way for us to use it. Yeah. Maybe you have to put it inside of a hydrogen bomb. Blow it up, then mm-hmm. go find the debris somewhere, right. and it's like little fragments because you yeah. have to get it radioactive or something. Yeah, there's so many simple little things you can do. Yeah, that uh, uh, as I say all the time, a writer at a fake film school could write a better script, could have written a better script. in 20 minutes, a better uh-huh. storyline, a better storyboard, a better like just and and then just give it to someone that's don't even that doesn't even know anything yes. about the source material yeah. would still have something better, right? Or some young, hungry up-and-comer that wants to make their mark. That's another thing, like the revolving door of jobs in the NBA. It's a revolving door of jobs in films yeah. as well. They just keep with the exact same. Continuously and there are certain the people mm-hmm. who have earned that. Mm-hmm. You know, Tarantino and, of course, Scorsese and mm-hmm. Nolan and, yeah. you know, all the incredible filmmakers that there are out there. But then we got Michael Bay's, too, who just ah. keep getting a billion-dollar budget to make the same movie. That's true. He's made and again, some of the responsibility one. is on us as the consumers. It's on us. Um, it's also on, I think, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think it's also on the sort of desperation in the market, the disparity of things changing so quickly. They're like the only thing that can draw people into, into the, uh, how should I say it? into the theaters is let's send it to a, another country that doesn't speak English, who, who doesn't even know how terrible what we're making is. Yeah. Let's send it over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They and, saved uh, that Age of Extinction. They have saved Transformers. They have saved uh, Fast and the Furious franchise. They yeah, have China, saved China single-handedly just, made 
that Age of Extinction movie profitable yeah. because it was not here at all. It bombed here. Yeah, which that's the reason why they shot in China, right? To be able to An make sure that they had, boy. yeah, you know, and it and again they could have found a legit storyline reason for mm-hmm. that that would have been fine, that would have been serviceable, and they didn't. Oh, we're in no. China now because uh, the Decepticons came over here. Yeah, so we're here now. Yeah, guys, I, come just, on! It, it's it's just terrible. Come on! It is truly terrible. I uh, was reading a. An article about why Dune is going to be so successful, mm-hmm. possibly because there is no aliens in it. And so you don't have to have this crazy story where everything in the universe happens on Earth. Right. Which is that thing that they have to tell you at the beginning of the Seriously. movie. Uh-huh. Like, long time ago in a universe, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Galaxy far, far away. Yeah. They, you have to do that to tell your audience this is yeah. this is a story. We're moving. Yeah. Don't, please just know that the biggest piece of suspension of disbelief you're going to have is going to be accepting everyone looks like humans and they travel here and mm-hmm. breathe like us and look like us and hey they have ethnicities and oh they speak English too. Uh, it sounds a lot. It's very anthropomorphic. Yeah. As of Undune, humans populate. It's like the the SpaceX thing. We spread they, out. We mm-hmm. go out and populate the universe, and we're the aliens out there oh. conquering things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is going to bring about a lot less of the silly shit that we that's difficult to get, to get around. Mm-hmm. And I think that Transformers certainly suffered from that. Yeah. You had all these crazy conspiracy theories you needed to make Transformers work. Transformers work. That's why I don't think it's too crude to say it should have never been turned into live action. Because it, it's based on... It's based on... I mean... I know what you're about... Look. Look. I know what you're about to say. The original source material wasn't that good. Yeah. It wasn't good enough for 17,000 films in a franchise like that. Certainly. I do think that there are people, probably a few, out there who could make a dope Transformers live-action movie. Well, we've, what was it? It was a slightly decent one that was, uh, what was it, Bumblebee? It was slightly decent. I'm, I'm just no. I know what you're saying. I mean, for one that didn't, and you know, John Cena was in that one. So I know. Could it have been? Um, I felt like that was a little bit more woke. Mm, Yeah. Um. I I don't know how decent it was, but but the first Transformers was all right. Yeah. The first one was cool. Uh. But again, I think if somebody, I think if somebody else would have made it yeah okay let me let me put it let me so my i don't want my position to be misrepresented i'm not saying you're doing that if i ran warner brothers Mm -hmm. and they just gave me a hundred million dollars as a producer to be like okay what's the best possible most consistent thing i can do to make good movies yeah i'm not going to go try to find the 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 unicorn that can make a good transformers movie i'm going to go with other projects and this is my problem with warner brothers this is my problem with disney to Mm -hmm. a large degree is they have no imagination yeah. Oh, we have to make Star Wars work. Why do you have to? Yeah. Right. Come right. on, guys. What I would do if I was running Warner Brothers is I would just, I would, I really would write a blank check for Denis Villeneuve or Nolan or one of those kinds of guys, Scorsese, um, and tell them, make what you want to make. Yeah. Because that's, I, you can't, you can't name me a good movie that, that, uh, has the the fingerprints of corporate greed all over it, and you can see it all through everything Disney's done for. I don't want to say everything. They've made some good movies, but even the good ones they've made, 
Their hit miss ratio is kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're, like the remakes of the kids' movies that they're doing, that they started Ooh. doing. They they just remake every fuck. Star yeah. Wars. Mm-hmm. They tried to. Star Wars, the kids, Mulan, and Lion King. They just King, tried that, and, and that did not work guys, out at all. Guys, can you make a new movie? Yeah. Make a new movie. Marvel, even. Like, Marvel, all new. Yeah. To the films, mm-hmm. to the film scene, so to speak. Not new to comic book fans, of course. Um, but a lot of it was they didn't just make a good Thor movie because they had to make a, 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 a future, yeah. television episode mm-hmm. for Infinity War. Yeah, to lead up to that, it was it wasn't about making a good movie right Single here. Single story movie. They're not trying to. It's go. about I don't want to have to watch. Mm-hmm. There were twenty two. To get up to this point, there were twenty two of them. Yeah, none of them were forty five minutes long. No, um, they fell out of love with uh, Hollywood's done a disservice to itself by not having a relationship with writers anymore. Absolutely, the worst thing that happened to Hollywood was its inability to have relationships with writers. I'm looking at a cover of Clockwork Orange. Clockwork mm-hmm. Orange is one of the best novels in its genre that's ever been written. That's why the movie kind of worked. That's yeah. why Stanley Kubrick made The Shining. Jaws was based on a book and some semi-real events with a bull shark that swam up into Massachusetts. We've got completely away from that way of, of building things. Yeah. And, we've, we've, you know, and, and this idea that this niche community that writes, I, I hate to say this, but like if you're an animator for like a comic book, uh, like the, the booklets, like that one right over here, yeah. I have one, I love them actually. Mm-hmm. But those aren't filmmakers and those aren't script writers. Yeah. The lack of respect for yeah. a discipline that's not easy to do right. is, 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 is the only industry that gets disrespected routinely in the arts is two things. It's filmmaking and acting. Those two things are taken for granted by everybody. And I got news for you. All the world's not a stage. Not everyone can act. And not everyone should be making movies. Not every book should be turned into a film. And the most interesting thing about film isn't Marvel. It's the whole concept of film is much... It, it's it's we've lost our imagination, and I blame a lot of that on the corporate greed that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. They know that people are gullible. They know that they're pulling on the heartstrings. They know it's nostalgic. Uh, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Oh, what do they do? They on. play the tune come of Jurassic on. Park. We uh-huh. talked about how much we love that. Come yeah. on, they should be ashamed of themselves. And that's universal. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in the water. On Jurassic Park. You know how good Jurassic Park is. Oh man, and it's still good. Yeah. It still looks good. You could still watch that. That doesn't happen. When we watch some of these Marvel movies in 10 years and see the CGI, you're going to go, yeah. Wait till they remake Jaws. Oh. Wait. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. Wait till they remake. No. No. Oh, it's going to happen. They they can't help help themselves. (laughs) Now it's time. (laughs) Wait till they remake Alien. Oh, hang on. Hang on. 20th Century Fox. Well, I mean, with Alien, I mean, they kind of. Have tried a couple times. No, like just an actual like just an actual alien remake, remake, like yeah, picture for picture. Yeah. Or what if what if they tried to make a sequel to? And if it isn't Denis Villeneuve, I don't want to ever see a sequel to Two Thousand One: Space Odyssey. But he's the only one. I have read reports that Twentieth Century Fox, that is now owned by Disney, that they have been trying to write a script for. Yeah, and and I and I literally want to go. I don't want to sound like one of those people that's like go burn the house down. But, but I, I do think you should shut your company down. Yeah, you, someone needs to stop Kathleen Kennedy or whoever it is that's mm-hmm. got these ideas they think are good. 
Uh, they are absolutely going to just piss off a bunch of people. Yeah. And it's going to be just as popular for its controversy as it is for any other good reason. And then I got to listen to fake woke people tell me why I'm not being, you know, they're going to, what, you're going to make 2002 Space Odyssey and send a woman into space? Like, I, I don't want to see it. I don't know, no. That's, uh, that's, you, you, that's, you, you, the that's idea. what they would that's do. That's the idea that's of what they, what they would, would go for. And mm-hmm. I'd, and bet you, I'd bet you $2,000. Yeah. Bet you $2,000. That's exactly what they would do. And oh, just make a different movie. Leave it alone. Make a yeah. different movie. Let the man die in his grave, Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Don't shit on his grave. Because I don't know why he was a successful, rich, free thinker. That's why, that's why we can dig him up and, 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 and rebury him if we want to. Man. Yeah, I, I heard a, uh, a battle rapper say something interesting. He went, I don't make the metaphors and the lines. I listen for them. Hmm. And I, I like that. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. I don't create, because when you create the metaphor, quote mm-hmm. unquote, more often than not, you just end up forcing something that's not there. Yeah. So I just, I listen. I let the metaphor happen. Yeah. I just hear it and go, oh, and then write it down. And hmm. that's, to me, I, I think that can often be the difference between making something really good and mm-hmm. making something that's just kind of hollow. Yeah. You can make something hollow that can be enjoyable to watch, but if it don't stick to your ribs in any yeah, way, it doesn't have a soul to it. Then I th- I think the stuff that sticks to your ribs mm-hmm. is more valuable for me personally. So if you're a young screenwriter <laughs> out there, please sign with A24. Yes. yes. Uh our boy Daniel Day-Lewis is now a producer with A24. Oh, really? Yep. He's, he, this this was kind of at the beginning of 2020, yeah. so obviously it's not going to make. But yeah, Man. that's that is the type of stuff. I'm like, oh, this is the only thing out there yeah. that even has reports like that. And they've also uh, one of my favorite directors, uh, Greta Gerwig. So mm-hmm. to anyone that thinks my little comment about the cheek, in my little tongue in cheek comment about a woman going into space, Greta Gerwig's like one of my favorite directors right now. She's at a 24. Thought Little Women was great. Mm-hmm. Thought Lady Bird was amazing. Yes. Uh, she is just such a fresh voice because she's just telling mundane stories about regular people, mm-hmm. and they have a lot more explosion inside of them than you think they would. Yes. And so, That's I don't know, name. Marriage Story on Netflix, I always bring him up. Noah, uh, I can't ever say his last name correctly, but he's a very, he's, he's a wordsmith with dialogue. And that's, yeah. that's, that's another thing that's very underrated. Very, very, very rare. Somebody mm-hmm. who's good with right, mm-hmm. and now I've gotten to the point where I've consumed so much media, video games, movies, TV, that it's like it's become sharp to my ear when there's dialogue that just sounds again hollow, yeah. or or uh, like in the Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. there's been a couple of like cutscenes yeah. where I was like, this is what it sounds like when uh, a forty-year-old writes a sixteen-year-old mm. character. Yeah. That's not what they sound like. That's not how they, that's not how a 16-year-old sounds right there. Yeah. That yeah. was they're not they're not corny mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> that whole thing was yeah. corny. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh yeah. some of my heroes Steven Spielberg said the great thing about films is they ask questions just like stories do. You don't need answers to all the questions. Ask the question and then let the audience go on this journey with you. Yeah. And by the end of it, you're going to have your own conclusions about certain things. And it's okay. But they're so goddamn sure based on two things, two things. One's money. Mm-hmm. 
They think the audience is too, they honestly think the audience audiences are too dumb to handle thoughtful. They really do think that. They, they've, they, this has been leaked by certain executives mm-hmm. saying we need to. I mean, Star Wars, the 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 ninth one they made, they clearly thought that we were that all... they we needed to make something a lot more campy mm-hmm. in order to appease the fans. And they just disrespected them. I'm like, guys, they're literally disrespecting your intelligence. Don't get mad at me for pointing it out. Through. You should be mad at them mm-hmm. for basically acting like you can't put together your own theory in the back of your head. Yeah, they played us like we're all idiots. You're, Ryan Johnson, this. your Snoke theory sucks. <laughs> like, come on, man. You're shitting on the people that I don't know make it even... Re- the only reason it's popular is because people like it. Yes. It's the definition of the word. And you're shitting on the people... And you're saying that people can't shit on the industry? Hang on, the industry's the ones with billions here. Those are the people we should be able to shit on. Mm-hmm. But Disney's done this clever thing by saying, if you, if you shit on me, you're also making fun of Mickey Mouse and the history of Walt Disney and the happiest place on earth. And the they found a way to put all these yeah. things together. And I don't. that's not how critiques work, no. guys. We have to, you know, I'm not criticizing Chevy because someone that's dead founded the company. I'm criticizing them because their cars are catching on fire. Yeah. That's simple. simple. Yeah. Be better. That is simple. <laughs> Be better, man. It is. I was just sitting here thinking about how bad Captain Marvel was. <laughs> I'd rather watch a in wig. In terms of being better. On a block and, of wood. And, and, let's, and, and here's, here's the other thing. How yeah. many people actually care about some of the subject matter that most of these... Uh, studios seem all too gleeful to try to to put out there mm-hmm. meaning like some of the kind of more complex social political situations yeah there they seem to me to be very fringe ideas mm. that most people don't even know enough about that subject to recognize what they're doing yeah. and they go hmm well they just wasted 20 minutes of this plot explaining this uh this character from a foreign land mm-hmm. who's doing this and doing yeah. that and they moved to this country and they love it and they're doing great and they're good people and I'm like, hang on, guys. You can't just write movies uh, assuming everyone that watches it is a Trump fan. Right. Because that's, that's – I'm having a hard time. Yeah. I'm going to educate the Trump supporters with my film. <laughs> uh, I just got hit in the head with a brick for two hours. So I am never going to watch this fucking trash again. I mean, yeah. I support feminism, mm-hmm. but I don't want my mother to go die in a war. Yeah. That Again, that yeah. was – that's just <laughs> the heavy handedness with which they always treat these issues is why I go. I don't there's not enough nuance here for me to believe that you actually had concern with getting this point across. I think you put this in here because you thought, again, you stood to make more money. By making this a selling point, mm-hmm. a, a little girl telling her mother to go fight in an alien war. Is fucking stupid. No child would tell their mother, boy, girl, would not tell their mother or father to go off to go into a war. Well, I'll probably a war, never see you an again. alien war, mm-hmm. not even a regular kind of war. Yeah, they wouldn't tell you to do that in a regular war. Yeah, if there was a shootout going outside, would you tell your mother, "Oh, well, you're not a strong woman if you don't run out there and fix it"? What Interstellar? <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah. That's what they said. That's what yeah. that scene said. That's what yeah. they said. You're not, you. oh, mom, you're not being strong if you don't go headfirst into a war. What? What? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, Interstellar, what do they do? Does he drive off in his truck? 
happy to leave his daughter? Nope. Knowing perfectly good and well there's a good chance he's never going to see his family again? No, they make you cringe yeah. in that entire moment because it's like this this necessary evil. Just some words that he said. Don't I'm do wa- this to me, Murph. When I'm watching those the Dunkirk or if mm-hmm. I'm watching uh, Saving Private Ryan, all the war films. Yeah. 16-year-old kids being drafted or fathers being drafted. They never went, I can't wait to go serve my country. And son, if I die, which is very possible, at least you have a good story to tell. Yeah. No. That's not the way. And we would reject that and we'd call it immoral and everything else is Mm -hmm. what we would do, especially if it was in that context. Yeah. But because it's in this context, I have to pretend it's not, it's not, it's not a horrible idea. It's, it's actually quite, if you think about it, like it's, it's kind of evil. Yeah. This idea. That, just, <laughs> that the idea of a story like heroism is more important than mm-hmm. self-preservation. Mm-hmm. That's just not true. Like, it's a superhero movie. Don't take yourself too seriously. But No, I mean, just don't do it. Like, yeah. you know, don't make a comment about going away and may- maybe you're going to die. Like, you're not a war film. No. This isn't a documentary. No. And I, I don't even know this kid you're introducing. It isn't going to make any sense. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> it's, it's bad across the board, if we're being honest about it. Just come on, man. <laughs> Come on, There's man. so many people I know that agree with me on this too. Yeah, but they just won't say it out loud. And I know some people who have tried to defend Captain. And they, I've looked at, I've had people uh, look at me like, oh, "You didn't like Captain Marvel?" And I went, "Yeah, it fucking sucked." Don't look at me like I just grew a second head. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my face. Talking oh. to me about Captain. All right, I'm to talk right. about something that's terrible across the board. Let's go into this whole Logan Paul versus Nate Robinson. You could talk about it. I, I, you know, I can't talk about it. This may be probably the worst thing that can happen for boxing in general. I don't understand who signed off on this. I need answers. Well, I am lost as to why this is happening, and this is happening over this weekend. So, if this anybody, this is actually a thing that's going to this occur is an this actual weekend. fight that's going to be happening. Yeah, I don't. I mean, is there any projection uh, of what they expect the views to be and stuff? I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine anyone's going to spend a hundred bucks to see to that. waste. Yeah, is it going to be pay per view? Oh uh, yes, it's going to be pay per view. This is going to be on. I think the Fight Network, if I'm correct. We are not buying it. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we should. Uh, it sounds like fun content, but absolutely not. I'm in. I, I but Logan I'm, Paul gets some. I, I mean, um, this guy's really like this. Is is this what? I hope all people in YouTube that are getting famous, yeah, aren't going to go the the route of like the the person that doesn't know how to do do anything with their that's fame. The thing that's that's really what's disturbing me the most about this is the fact that you even have like Sugar Shane Mosley is training this kid. He's broke. It's like like actual res- respectable boxers are stepping in to train these people. Okay, so let, here, let me let me give my just my brief thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Most boxers, and I love boxing, yeah. but there's a reason why people like the promoters and the Max Kellermans of the world talk about it more on TV than boxers. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them are outside of their goddamn minds for being hit too much in the head. And they don't know. They don't make good business decisions. Yeah. This Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones is it's, it's really dumb. Yeah, it shouldn't be happening. The only it. thing that could happen is someone gets some serious brain damage for being hit when they're 55 years old. Yeah. By another grown man who's also a performer. Like, there's a reason why most states wouldn't give them the, the license. It, it, they're really concerned about the health risks. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. 
Like, we should be more conscious of brain trauma and health issues, but we're not. It's a circus. Let's just call it a circus. Don't don't mm-hmm. regulate it as a professional bout or exhibition. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, we know that's not. They're both going in there to try to kill each other. Come on, guys. The Logan Paul thing, I imagine, is the same. I know Logan Paul is kind of a sociopath from the videos I've seen of them punching and slapping people and... You know, uh, yeah, breaking yeah. into malls and that whole thing, and, and like his the brother with the suicide force that he thing. went into, and it's it's deserving of that name, of, I think. Um, hey, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but there's never been something that even okay. So this is one of those topics where, like, even if I'm wrong about this, I'm gonna go like, it's okay to be wrong about something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I even uh, I'm I'm not spending any time on it. That's it. God bless. I, I hope they make a bunch of money. And hope everyone's safe. No one gets seriously hurt because they don't know what they're doing. Which is possible. Nate Robinson is an incredible athlete. That's true. Just, I mean, he's a, he's very gifted. Remember when he blocked uh, Yao Ming shit? And yeah. Shaq? He's very gifted. In, was it Logan Paul? He was a, he was a wrestler, right? In uh, you know college. What? Yeah. Was he? He has uh, a re- so, grappling yeah. background. So. Yeah. He does have a fighting background. What that has to do with boxing, I have no idea. No, nothing. Uh, I think it's going to be quite... Like, Connor looked very sloppy. We talked about this today against Mayweather. His hands were all kind of all over the place, and they looked very loose, and there wasn't no clean... The, 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 the check hooks and everything, they weren't clean. They didn't look like... It didn't look like a boxer out there mm-hmm. throwing punches. And Connor throws punches better than most people in mixed martial arts. Right. So expecting these guys to throw better punches than Connor, which I thought were kind of ugly to look at in that big stage, um, I think it's going to look a lot worse. And I'm hoping it bombs. If it bombs, maybe less people think this is a good idea to make money. Because this is going to be the first circus event without Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Well, originally this is going to be the card for Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. and then Logan Paul and Nate Robinson. Oh, the same night? They were going to be on the same card. Yeah, see, this is just a clown show through and yeah. through. This is yeah. going to be that card. Only in America. That's what this. That's what's going to be on the card. That's what I just looked up to make sure of. I'm like, I want to make sure this is correct. But yeah, that was the original card. Could you imagine? Oh, man. I'm good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I love Roy Jones Jr. The amount of disappointment in this room right now. <laughs> Is that his all-time I high. just have Gervonta Davis to look forward to. Yeah. And Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford. Yeah. We got uh, Tyson, Tyson Fury. Fury. Yep. Anthony Joshua. Mm-hmm. Boxing is... is, 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 is back, it, Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's there, bro. That's yeah. where I'm at with it. Because they, they're, they're very easily doing over a million buys. Yeah. Each pay-per-view event again. Which means it's the first time they were doing that since Floyd and Pacquiao were on top. So they're, they're there. They're doing the same amount of buys. Uh, I think Anthony Joshua before... Before all this happened, he was selling out like eighty thousand people arenas. Dang, okay. in England, yeah. So, yeah. and those weren't Americans; those were an entirely different country that's completely behind, behind him. him. Yeah, same thing in Ireland going on with Tyson Fury. Russia had the same thing with Klitschko, mm-hmm. and we have several American boxers to be proud of right now. Yeah, uh, Terence Crawford, I think, mm-hmm. being foremost. The top, he's, yeah, yeah, he's just superior grooming. He looks like a. He looks like Sugar Ray Leonard or somebody mm-hmm. like that. Javante Davis is just, man. Baby Tyson. Yeah. Legitimately, so, um, man. He's who? So, yeah. I, it's looking good for the sport of boxing. It's looking bad for the 
spectatorship of the celebrity boxing whatever yeah, world I, that they have going my on. My feeling on this is most actual boxing fans aren't going to really no. tune into this. No. And they probably would very much prefer pop culture and fighting. Be removed. Remove themselves yeah. as far from each other. Uh, no disrespect, but go back to wrestling or something like that. And that's what you would expect. And it's uh, that type of stuff. That's what you expect. Stunts. Yeah. Stunts and mm-hmm. shenanigans and storylines and beat writers. That's mm-hmm. what I expect. Yeah. I don't expect that in boxing. Regulate it with judges mm-hmm. and people have to spend a hundred dollars to watch it. Yeah. I, I just don't expect that. That's but that's what we got. Yeah. In twenty twenty, what that's should what you not to. expect? Man. <laughs> anyway, guys. But yeah. Just so we can leave it on a good note. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 what, what good note are you thinking about? Actually, I don't even have a goddamn good note. That shit just <laughs> fucking killed me. <laughs> well, for me, for me, I, I, I just don't pay it too much mind. I thought, yeah. in general, there's a lot of stuff to be yeah. looking forward to. Yeah. Um, and go out and play that Spider-Man Miles Morales. Good game. About to run through God of War again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kick Boulder's fucking ass. Oh man! You want a good note? Yeah. What you got? <sighs> An inauguration happens in January. Yeah, and that's gonna be a breath of fresh air. Yep. I think so. that's gonna do it. So, all right, guys. I outside hope. of that, um, stay tuned. Keep up with us. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and hey, we love having you a part of the family. This full audio will be on uh, Spotify. Spotify, other other places, but Spotify is the easiest way to listen mm-hmm. to it, probably. Yep. And if you want to see clips in our faces, mm-hmm. tune into our YouTube channel. I'll post clips from from this this discussion. And so, anyway, guys, please like, subscribe, and also comment. Anything you disagree with, I love that type of thing. Yeah, we all do. If you agree with us, hey. all the better, or all the worse. I don't have a preference, but if you got something to say, say it. We here. Yep. We hear you. We ready. We support you. <laughs> All right, guys. See you guys. Peace.